welcome to the Wealth Guardians Radio Show. I'm your host, Doug Ray, and I appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us. Bryce Payne is here with me in the studio. Hey, Bryce, how's it going? Doing well, Doug. How are you? Well, you know, uh, I'm doing great, and we're off the 4th of July week where we always typically shut our office down, and you you were out in Colorado, and you sent me some neat pictures. Did you have a good time out there? Yeah, I took uh, my daughter, and I went out there, saw uh, mom and my brother, and uh, took in a Rockies game up in Denver. Rockies lost, but yeah. I tell you what, that post-game fireworks celebration was the best fireworks I have ever seen that was intense and then colorado the front range colorado in uh in mid-july just as always so full of thunderstorms you can just watch the thunder clouds out there just lightning like this for an hour so it was great great how about how about you how was your trip oh we did kind of the same thing not to colorado but we went up to banner elk spent some some cool time in the breeze up there and um had just a nice relaxing week and you got in some golf too yep actually did played the the boone golf club it was a lot of fun how many eagles you get this time <laughs> Barely got a par. <laughs> All right. For those of you new to the, to the show, the Ray Financial and the Wealth Guardians, it's a local independent firm. And we work with folks who are seven to ten years from retirement as well as those who are already retired. And you know, most people just don't know how to turn their retirement savings into a steady flow of income uh, once they aren't drawing that uh, that company paycheck. And I focus my practice on retirement income planning for years. You know, history shows there's two powerful truths when it comes to finances and retirement. The first one is what got you to retirement will not necessarily get you through retirement. And secondly, losses mean more than gains in retirement once you aren't drawing that paycheck. Two very solid truths, Doug. And also, I want to remind everybody that we practice as fiduciaries. We're obligated by our licenses to do so, and that simply means that we are required to make recommendations that are solely in your best interest, not ours, and not every advisor that you talk to will operate as a fiduciary. So keep that in mind. And Bryce, before we get started, I want to salute our military, our vets, our first responders. Thank you for everything you have done for us and the sacrifices you have made. Absolutely. Thank you. And to the families as well who support them and are behind them. All right. So let's go ahead and get started with today's show uh, with a question, Doug. Last week, obviously, was the 4th of July, as we said, and we all celebrated the birthday of our nation's independence. But I want to talk about our listeners and their retirement. Will they be able to obtain financial independence and remain financially independent in retirement? And that's our topic of today's show. Right you are. You know, last week our country celebrated Independence Day, and that honors the adoption of the Declaration of Independence on July the 4th, 1776. And the Declaration of Independence is our nation's most cherished symbol of liberty. Indeed. To me, the 4th of July represents not only the birth of our nation and the sacrifices of the millions of military members and their families that have made throughout history— but it also represents the symbol of freedom and hope. You know, it's just not a stretch to take a step further and relate freedom and hope to financial independence and retirement. There's no absolute definition of financial independence and retirement because it's, it's different for, for everybody. Right. You know, the most common interpretation is that someone has enough wealth to do anything they want to at any time. Sure. And most Americans are never going to achieve that point. 
Maybe a much better definition, I think, is financial independence in retirement should mean the ability to have the lifestyle you desire, the freedom to do the things you want to do, and have it with a good financial sense of security. Unfortunately, there's not many people that are financially independent in retirement. You know, these numbers are kind of scary, how few people in the United States that are considered financially independent. There was a study done by ING, the old Voya, uh, and it's one of the largest financial institutions out there. It says over 90% of baby boomers in the U.S. will not retire financially independent. That means 90% of retirees will be dependent upon the government, family, or continue to, to, to work to survive. And that's really, that's a shame. So, what about your situation? How are you going to be able to obtain and maintain financial independence in retirement? To achieve this, you have to do some proper planning, make the right strategic moves in a lot of different areas. And we don't have the time to cover all those areas on today's show, but we're going to cover several of them. And plus, there is one thing you absolutely have to do and every year to even have a chance of becoming and staying financially independent. So let's get started, Bryce. The first thing people need to do is... Well, I'd say a good place to start is to have the proper risk management system in place. So in order to achieve and remain financially independent in retirement, one has to control the risk on investments in their retirement nest egg. And the market by its nature is just way too volatile to be able to manage without the proper risk management tools in place. And you know that since 2008, there has been a ton of market volatility. We got a taste of it last fall in December. Uh, Volatility spiked almost instantly, and the market suffered their worst December downturn ever. Uh, I think it also happened at the beginning of 2016 when the markets dropped uh, 12, 13% in the first two months of the year. You know, one has to be prepared, especially with markets now essentially back at all-time highs again. We are officially on the longest bull run in history now. And what that means is that we are way overdue for a major correction. And that's, it's coming. At some point, it's coming. And that correction, that hit, once you reach your pre-retirement and retirement years, you can't afford to take those big hits anymore. It's essential to have proper risk management systems in place to grow, but also to protect your money during those good time periods. Look at it this way. How many years do you think you'll be in retirement? 20, 30, 40, you know, that's, that's very common. Your money has to last you that long. And you can't just put your money in something like a savings account and take no risk. Your nest egg has to provide an income and keep up with inflation at the very least. Folks, remember, the game changes once you're five to seven years from retirement. You have to shift from being in a prime accumulation mode and really aggressive, trying to hit home runs in the market, to going into a prime preservation, a protection and distribution mode. That is an entirely different ballgame. Obviously, you're still going to need growth on your investments, but the main objective needs to be to prevent major drawdowns or losses in your investment portfolio. You just can't take any big hits because it takes so much more time and money to get back to even, and you don't have a lot of time, especially if you're going to be drawing income out of the retirement plan, and taking big hits is just going to wreak havoc on your retirement plan. Having said all that, 
the good news is that there are ways to do this, and we have addressed them on this show countless times. You need to learn about risk management strategies available now that allow growth with protection that prevent you from taking those huge hits. And if you want more information on these strategies, please feel free to reach out to us. We're available 336 391 3409 or on our website www.thewealthguardians.com Doug? You know Bryce you reminded me you were talking about last year's volatility in December uh, especially and you know my birthday's on Christmas Eve and I, <laughs> I can remember that day vividly because that's typically a very happy period of time for the market and man we were getting rocked yep. so you're absolutely right you got to stay away from volatility in retirement alright folks so the next step in obtaining and maintaining financial independence in retirement is income planning and as a retirement income certified professional that just happens to be our specialty. You know, I said a few weeks ago on the show, income is the outcome of retirement planning, and you have to accumulate money during your working years for one main reason, and that reason is to have a nest egg to provide an income throughout your retirement years. So income is the outcome of retirement planning. I like that. Millions of baby boomers stand at the edge of retirement and ask, do I have enough money and income sources to last throughout my retirement years? You know, Bryce, I think that is the leading question of every new person that we see in our office. Essentially that or when can I retire? Yeah. And, you know, we, we answer that question for them pretty rapidly in our process. But, you know, here's the thing. With Social Security being underfunded, with potential changes that are going to come, they're going to have to come, and the fact that pension plans are, are gone away, they're obsolete, achieving lifetime income is more difficult today than it ever used to be. So with longevity increasing, most people have to make sure their retirement plans, their income sources are going to last a very long time. Like you said earlier, 20, 30, maybe even 40 years for some people. It's very important to have the proper income plan in place to know how to draw from your nest egg properly and be able to grow and protect your nest egg to provide an income you just can't outlive. There's good tools and strategies available to put money in a position where you can't outlive it. We've said it several times in the past, getting up the mountain and accumulating and building your nest egg for retirement, that's important. The hard part is getting down the mountain, knowing how to properly withdraw money from that nest egg throughout your retirement years to provide the income you need while minimizing your taxes and making sure that income lasts forever. You know, most financial advisors don't have a lot of expertise and knowledge in income planning. You know, for a 100-plus years, Wall Street has been built on accumulation and growth of assets, not the distribution and preservation of assets. And this is the most important part of a retirement plan. you got to make sure that you're working with a retirement professional that has the expertise in income and tax planning. That is just incredibly important because I'm telling you, and I've said this many times on this radio show, that in retirement, the math completely changes. It's no longer about growth of money. It's more about protection and income. 
That's very true, Doug. You know, you were just talking about tax planning. And from my experience, and I'm sure it's yours as well, a lot of times when people come to us and they've already started to do their own retirement planning, one of the things that they fail to take into consideration is tax planning. They're thinking of everything is all their monies is already after-tax monies, and that's not the case. So you do want to have a professional who can help you out and take into consideration all of the variables that will either make your retirement plan a success or not quite a success. And that's what we can help you figure out as we know what all of those obstacles are and help you properly plan for them. Now, folks, we are up against a quick break, but uh, we will be right back. And if what we've been talking about sounds relevant to you and your current situation, Go to our website, www.thewealthguardians.com, and download our free report. It's called Five Things Your Retirement Plan Must Have to Succeed. And I think it'll be really provide you some helpful information about what we're about and some things to consider when planning for retirement. And if you like what you're hearing, like our Wealth Guardians Radio Facebook page as well. Uh, we're up against a quick break, but we will be back momentarily. And welcome back to the Wealth Guardians Radio Show. You know, in honor of the 4th of July last week, our show is centered around financial independence. You know, we help our clients retire the job, but not the paycheck. And for listeners who are five to seven years from retirement and they want to confirm that they're making the best decisions for retirement, we always offer a no-cost, no-obligation second opinion to make sure that you are indeed on the right path, or if not, how you can get on that right path. You can reach us at 336-391-3409. We'd be happy to meet with you. Doug? Well, you know, folks, we teased you a little bit and said there's one thing you absolutely positively must do to have a successful, financially independent retirement. So now we're about ready to discuss that. You know, um, we started out talking about risk management and income planning and their importance in achieving financial independence, and they certainly are. Everything is very, very important. You know, the next step in achieving independence and retirement is absolutely critical. And that is keeping up with all the changes that happen each year and update that retirement plan accordingly. You ought to be updating it, I would say, at least annually, certainly biannually for sure, because every year there's going to be changes in interest rates, tax laws, the economy, the financial world's going to change. Plus, most people go through goal and objective changes during their retirement. And to achieve and remain financially independent, you have to keep current on these changes and make necessary adjustments in your planning. You know, over the past few years, there have been many changes to deal with. There's been law changes related to IRAs and retirement plans. There's been tax law changes on the Internal Revenue Code, and that's going to affect some folks in retirement. There's been some major Social Security law changes recently with more to come, in all probability. And, of course, you have been through some major economic and market changes as well. And if you don't adjust and adapt and keep your retirement plan updated consistently, then your financial independence in retirement could certainly be lost. And that's why 
We do annual reviews with all of our clients. Now, it may not be a face-to-face. It could be a phone call, but we do do the annual reviews, and when we see a a, a situation where we absolutely need to come in and do a face-to-face and a complete overhaul, it gets done. That's very true, Doug. I I think now's a great time to uh, dive into some of the major changes that have happened during the last few years that you were just alluding to. One major change is regarding the rules governing rollovers from individual retirement accounts, IRAs. Yeah, that's a major one because it affects people in their pre-retirement and retirement years. So recent regulations state that IRA owners are only allowed one 60-day rollover per a 12-month period, regardless of how many IRAs they own. Prior to this, the IRS permitted taxpayers to take one rollover every year for each of their IRAs. Under the new rules, this has changed. Now it's a 60-day indirect rollover, and it can be done only once every 12 months. An indirect rollover is where you take money out of your IRA account, have the money sent to you. It's a check, but you got 60 days to get it back in that IRA before it becomes taxable. You know, a lot of people take advantage of this, especially if they were under 59 and a half. So in this situation, you're only allowed to do one of these now, and that can hurt you. You know, I saw really abuses of this back in the mid-2000s when people were flipping houses left and right. What they would do is they would take advantage of the 60-day rollover, take the money out of the IRA, put the down payment on the house, fix it up, and hope and pray they could sell it to get the money back into the IRA. And if they couldn't sell it, then they get a, a home equity loan and then put the money back in the IRA. So they created several different IRAs, you know, to flip these homes. So now let's talk about the difference between this rollover and a direct transfer. This is completely different. A direct transfer is a situation where, let's say, you had your funds at, say, Merrill Lynch, and you wanted to transfer them over to Fidelity. Well, you can do that as many times as you want to. You can transfer it from Merrill Lynch to Fidelity to Schwab to TD Ameritrade and so on and so forth. That money never touches your hands. It's not a direct rollover. So just keep in mind, you only have one 60-day rollover that can touch your hands per year, per 12-month period. Period. Be done with it. Very good, Doug. Thank you. Uh, Another recent law change uh, was the U.S. Supreme Court ruling that stated that inherited IRAs now are no longer protected in bankruptcy. This is let's go into that in landmark decision released on, let's see, June 12th, 2014, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that inherited IRAs are not protected in bankruptcy under federal law, unlike all of your traditional IRAs are in Roths. So the question for many people becomes, well, in that case, how can I keep my hard earned money away from my children's or any of my other beneficiaries creditors after I'm gone? Well, the good news is that there are ways to do it. You just need to know about these options and do the proper planning to be able to protect those assets for your heirs. Now, if you, if you don't, you're leaving all of your money and your planning to chance, and obviously nobody wants to leave their money and their planning to chance, right, Doug? Absolutely. Well, another major change in the law, uh, and we've had several folks take advantage of this, and it relates to qualified charitable distributions. Right. They're called QCDs. And that's a way to satisfy the required minimum distribution once you reach age 70 and a half. 
And it's the ability to not claim that distribution as income and pay taxes on it. Because people hate paying taxes. I, I'm one of them. And a lot of folks that turn 70 and a half, they have to take these required minimum distributions. Maybe they don't want to. Maybe they don't even need it for income, but they have to per the IRS. So probably one of the biggest benefits the Internal Revenue Code has right now is they've substantially increased the standard deduction, which prevents most people from being able to itemize anymore, especially if you're retired and especially if you paid your mortgage off. Itemizing is where you get the benefit of being able to give money away to churches and charities. So now, if you can itemize, your charitable contributions are not uh, you're not able to write them off your taxes. So most people aren't itemizing, and many people are not going to be able to write those gifts off and those charitable contributions. But with a QCD, this is a great provision because what it does is it allows you to take an IRA distribution and give it directly to your charity, whether you're tithing to your church or giving to the American Heart Fund or the Cancer Society, whatever the charity may be, that distribution from the IRA goes directly to that charity. It doesn't touch your 1040, and you don't have to pay tax on it. So it's a wonderful provision in the tax code, and it's going to save you tax dollars. So if you just know about it, use it. And you need to know about all these things and keep current on them. You know, Doug, uh, my mom was not aware of that QCD. I talked to her about that this year while I was out there uh, last week. She had no idea about that. She always gives, uh, she takes out her RMDs and was not doing it that right way. So she's very much looking forward to getting my uh, information further on how to do that. Okay, another major law change that recently went into effect is regarding one of our favorite topics, Social Security. Uh, Doug, you and I are both uh, National Social Security Association certified. Talk to us about these changes. Oh, yeah. So um, it happened back in 2015 when they took some of the claiming strategies off the board. Uh, They took away file and suspend strategy and restricted application strategy. These were two strategies that helped people maximize their benefits over their lifetime, completely gone off the books. Still, there's many different ways to be able to maximize those lifetime benefits. So if you're getting close to Social Security age, you should have an analysis done to determine the best way for you to turn your Social Security on to maximize those benefits over your lifetime. You know, maximizing your Social Security benefits is key in retirement planning. You paid a lot of money into this system, and if you want to get as much out of it as you can, you need to learn the strategies. Even though Social Security is making some changes, you want to make sure you do whatever you can to legally maximize your benefits over your lifetime. And to do this is to take the strategy, get the education, get the proper knowledge. Listen, folks, we run a free Social Security maximization report for everybody that meets with us. And we also have on our website at www.thewealthguardians.com a free Social Security download. So take advantage of that. Doug, you know, we met with a couple last year who ended up having left over $100,000 on the table that they didn't collect from Social Security simply because they filed the wrong way. We do not want you to be one of those people. So come talk to us, 336-391-3409. We include that 
always as a part of our financial planning with you. Okay, the last change that we'll be discussing today and probably the most important change to pay attention to is the new tax law in place for the next few years. Now, this is a huge one and it's extremely important for people in their pre-retirement and retirement years. Now, currently that new temporary tax code, and I emphasize that word temporary tax code started January 1st of 2018. When you completed your tax return for 2018, earlier this year, you saw those details for the first time. Income tax brackets were lowered, income tax rates were lowered, and the standard deduction was raised, as well as many other things on top of these. The new tax code affects everyone a little bit differently. Some people save money with this system, and others... It costs more tax dollars, but the majority of people are experiencing lower tax rates, but they're not able to itemize any longer. Tax rates have basically been reduced down to essentially historic lows right now, especially the lower tax rates. But the issue is that this is all temporary, folks. I think the sunset provision on it, Doug, is it, is it 2025? Yeah, it's uh, January 1st, 2026. Okay. So it's a temporary tax cut for most people until that time. Right now, we are, like I said, one of the lowest tax rates in history, and many people need to take advantage of this situation. You not only can take advantage of that by saving differently for retirement than you have in the past, but also making strategic moves to become more tax efficient. Doug, talk to us about what some of those moves might be. All right, Bryce, here's why it's so important, because most people are saving money in tax-deferred accounts like 401Ks and and 403Bs. That money is going to grow tax-deferred until it's time to take the money out, then it's taxable. So what you're doing is you're paying tax on the harvest and not the seed. Let's reverse that. Let's talk about strategies where we pay tax on the seed and not the harvest. Those are called Roth conversions, and we can get in more detail with that with you individually. Okay. Well, that's, that is great, Doug. And we do talk about a lot of different tax uh, mitigation strategies on top of that. But this is an interesting time for tax conversion strategies. So thank you for that. Um, we always like to remind our listeners that every situation is unique. And that's why we like to sit down for those no cost, no obligation, second opinion and reviews to help see if we can identify areas where we can offer additional options, more tax efficiency, social security optimization, as well as risk mitigation options that we were talking at the beginning of the show. Let us show you to how to retire the job and keep the paycheck, as we say. Give us a call at 336-391-3409 or online at www.thewealthguardians.com. Thanks for listening, folks, and we'll be here again next week on the Wealth Guardians radio show. 